you know, that they're willing to do whatever's necessary to be the best. And what is that thing for you? What are you passionate about? What are you willing to do anything for to be the best to be the best at? That's what you got to identify. That's the key. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Quotes, Light, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show. It helps us grow. You can email the show at quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's quoteslightmotivation at gmail.com. Those obsessed with glory attach their well-being to the regard of others. Those who love pleasure tad to feelings. But the one with true understanding seeks it only in their own actions and that's a uh, quote by Marcus Aurelius who is a uh, stoic philosopher um, and I'm a fan of stoicism and I, I read uh, books about uh, stoicism and stoic behavior and uh, stoicism is uh, the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint uh, so, yeah, I'm a fan of stoicism, but I love this quote um, because it's talking about how much your well-being is attached to your actions. Right. It's giving you extreme ownership over your well-being. Basically, it's not anyone else's fault or responsibility for the results you're seeing in your life or for your well-being. And one of the fallacies or falsehoods of action is that. We always think that we will have time in the future to do what we could have done today, right? There's always things that we say, oh, I can get to it later. You know, I'll do that. I'll get to that eventually. Um, but the reality is that one day we'll wake up and there won't be any more time to do the things that we've always wanted to do, you know? Um, and that's why it's so important to, to do those things now, to do it now while you can, while you're able. Um, and it's not to be morbid, but it's just reality, right? One day we're going to wake up and realize there's no more time to do what we always wanted to do, either due to some ailment or to death, to us not being here anymore. So all we have is this one day, this moment right now, Life and death are of utmost importance, right? Because time swiftly passes by and opportunity is lost as time passes by. I mean, just think about it. We're in August of 2023. It seems like yesterday was January of 2023. You know, um, that's how quickly the time is flying. Um, but you got to make sure that, you know, um, you don't squander your life, that you don't waste time, that you uh, focus on those things that you want to get done um, and that you take action. Even if you don't know the outcome of the action, even if you don't have all of the details, even if you don't know uh, what the results will necessarily be. But just by taking action, um, it forces you 
to prioritize some things. If you're stuck deciding between a few different options, uh, just by picking one and taking action on the one that you choose, it'll force you to prioritize some things. You know, it'll clear some things up, um, you know, because you can only act on one thing at a time. And even if you pick the wrong option, even if, you know, you look back after you selected something and you realize you picked the wrong action, you'll still learn something in the process. And that's what life is about. Life is about learning, constantly learning and growing. It's not about being perfect. <laughs> Despite what uh, people may make you believe or what social media may make you believe, it's not about being perfect. It's about selecting the option and and learning from it, whether good or bad. So I urge you to live with a bias toward action. Live with a bias toward action. Don't wait. Don't waffle. Don't overthink. Uh, don't delay. But, you know, pick the, the best option based on the information you have at the time and be willing to learn from what you've selected. You know, so really it's about being impatient with your actions. What am I talking about being impatient with your actions? It's about forcing yourself to pick, forcing yourself to take action, right? To not wait. It's so easy to wait and to hesitate and to debate things in your head and debate things over and over again, you know? And in some instances, yes, you may need to do some research or do some things, but at some point, you have to make a decision to take some action. You won't be waffling over something for weeks and weeks at a time, right? It shouldn't take that long to make a decision. Um, so you got to be impatient with your actions. You got to uh, press towards making a decision and taking action and doing things. Um, be impatient with your actions, but be patient with your results. Be patient with the outcome of your actions. Realize that it's okay if I don't get it right. It's okay if I fail at this on my first go around. It's okay if I get it completely wrong here, but I'm going to learn. As long as I learn in the process, that's all that matters. And if we think about, um, you know, some of the successful people, I always think about 50 Cent, right? Um, because 50 Cent has kind of completely transformed who he is. You know, he went from being a rapper, you know, from a drug dealer to a rapper to now he's like a major mogul within TV, right? But a lot of people forget about his many failures that he had along the way, you know? Uh, there was a time where 50 Cent had this the show on BT called 50 Central, if you recall. And I want to say it was like in, you know, the 20, 2017, 2016, sometime around there. Um, I think it only lasted for a season. It was that bad. I've never watched any of it. I maybe watched one episode of it and was like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not into this. Uh, but he didn't allow that to deter him, right? He still, uh, he didn't allow the failure of one show to deter him from pursuing opportunities, other opportunities with other different shows like, you know, for life or power and all these other shows that he has now. But he had to push through. He had to learn from he I'm sure he learned things from that failure of 50 Central and how horrible the ratings were and how nobody watched it. <laughs> uh, you know, and now how he, now he has a number of shows that are some of the the best shows on TV, some of the 
uh, most watched shows on TV. But it wasn't always that way, you know. And it's the same with Tyler Perry. You know, Tyler Perry starting out with his plays and nobody coming out and, you know, the struggle that he went through. You know, everybody likes to see the glory. Everybody sees the end solution. But you got to understand these people failed several times over and over again. But they didn't allow the failure to stop them. And that's the key. They continue to take action. They continue to learn from their failures and their mistakes. And they implemented new strategies and did things a little bit differently each time. And they wind up being successful. And that's what I'm talking about. Taking action, learning from your results, being patient with your results, and implementing what you learned to take better action in the future. That's what this thing is about. That's what this life thing is all about. All right, let's get into the positive black story of the week. Shikari Richardson, a 23-year-old from Dallas, made her first big splash as an LSU freshman, winning the 2019 NCAA title to become the ninth fastest woman in history. It took her another four years to make her first U.S. team. She won the Tokyo Olympic trials 100 meter, then had the results stripped for a positive marijuana test. Last year, she was eliminated in the first round of the 100 meter at nationals. This year, however, she won the U.S. 100 meter title just this past week. She entered this meet ranked second in the world in 2023 by best time. A year ago, we were light years away from a full package of being able to compete at this level, said her agent, former 110 meter hurdles world record holder, Ronaldo Nehemiah. She's put in the work. She's transformed herself, prioritized the things that she can control and made this the love of her life. And it's so beautiful to see, end quote. Last Monday's semifinals marked Richardson's first global championship race under the lights. She won from lane nine, the farthest outside lane, and she became the first woman to cross the finish line first in an Olympic or world 100 meter final, having not finished in the top two in her semifinal. In the race, she overtook Jamaicans, silver medalist Sharika Jackson, and bronze medalist Shelly Ann Frazier-Price. This journey for me from since I first came on the professional level to now is just knowing that no matter what happens, you never lose sight of yourself, she said. Never lose sight of your faith. I always remember why you started, end quote. So we salute Shikari Richardson on her recent win. You know, I always find a way to tie a positive black story into the episode. And I think it ties in rather perfectly or rather nicely, if I do say so. Um, you know, you have someone who failed several times in trying to compete. You know, when she won, she had her title stripped away due to marijuana issues, right? Due to a positive test for marijuana. And she could have quit at that point. She could have decided that she don't want to do this. All of the negative publicity, all of the negative comments from everyone about, you know, how could she do this? How irresponsible it is, all these things. Um, she could have allowed that to be her story, but she didn't. Instead, she worked hard and, you know, here we are four years later and she's won um, another title, you know. Um, but the point is that she did what was necessary. She took action. <laughs> Just to tie it right back. She took action and she did the necessary steps to be successful uh, four years later from where she was in 2019. She decided that that wasn't going to be her story, you know, um, and, and I love the fact that this this uh, 
article that I just read talks about how she prioritized things that she can control, you know, prioritizing things that you can control, taking action, prioritizing control, which you can control um, and how beautiful it is to see when you prioritize things you can control. Um, so, yeah, we salute Shakari Richardson. It's a beautiful story. Look forward to seeing her in the Olympics. Look forward to more successful wins and, and medals won in the future. All right, let's get into something motivational, inspirational I saw this week. There's this movie on Netflix called The Deepest Breath that I uh, was able to watch this past week. And it's really about, uh, let me read the movie synopsis. The movie synopsis says, a free diver trains to break a world record with the help of an expert safety diver. This film follows the path they took to meet at the pinnacle of the free diving world documenting the rewards and risks of chasing a dream through the ocean depths. So what is free diving? Free diving is a form of underwater diving that relies on breath holding until resurfacing rather than the use of a breathing apparatus such as scuba gear. Uh, besides the limits of holding your breath for an extended period of time, the immersion in water and exposure to high pressure also have physiological effects that limit the depths and duration possible in free diving. The divers face challenges such as decompression sickness and blacking out during a breath hold. Uh, and that's one of the things um, that I love about this film. The film is like, it's kind of jarring in a way, you know, when you, when you first uh, turn it on and watch and within, you know, the first three minutes, you see someone free diving and, you know, you see them blacking out and having issues with uh, coming up out of the free dive. And you realize how serious and how risky this sport is that these people are taking part in. And in a way, you start to judge them. You're like, why would someone put themselves through this when they know the risk? They know they could die at any moment. They know that something could go wrong down there and no one will be able to get to them. And they tell the stories of, you know, several people who have been lost at lost in the ocean and never found again. People who have had issues down there and passed away and all types of things that have gone wrong. Uh, but you start to meet some of these people who, you know, love the, the love to dive, love the sport of free diving, love the challenge of it, that are passionate about it. And you start to you get pulled into the story. Uh, and. You know, that's the beautiful thing is that when you meet people who are passionate about what they do, it has like a a positive effect on you. You ever see somebody who's uh, it's like when you go to Chick-fil-A, man, <laughs> when you go to Chick-fil-A and you get the customer experience and, you know, they're so happy and upbeat to serve you. And they say my pleasure when you tell them what you need, you know, and you you uh, contrast that with going to like Popeye's or something. You go to Popeye's and, you know, it's chaos. The line isn't orderly. Things are out of order. You got to check to make sure you got your full order. You know, it's just like two completely different experiences. It's almost, you know, you could see that in Chick-fil-A, their, their, uh, their company culture, they prioritize uh, the customer experience, right? They care a lot about their customers and their employees. They prioritize who they hire, the management of their different companies, their different uh, locations, and the customer experience when they go into those different locations. They make sure it's standard throughout any Chick-fil-A you go to in the world. Whereas Popeyes, 
depending on where Popeyes you're going to and what neighborhood and what time of day and all these different things, you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> and I say all that to say, and they both serve chickens. I say all that to say uh, that passion, man, when you encounter people who are passionate about what they do, you know, it kind of rubs off on you. It, it has a positive effect on your outlook on life, on your perspective and things like that. And, you know, that's the key to this life thing is finding something you're passionate about and pursuing it, you know. And, you know, these folks who are free diving are, are so passionate about free diving that they're willing to risk their lives or risk being hurt and harmed in the process because they love it that much. They're so obsessed with chasing records and being the best in the world, you know, that they're willing to do whatever's necessary to be the best. And what is that thing for you? What are you passionate about? What are you willing to do anything for to be the best to be the best at? That's what you got to identify. That's the key. That's the key to this episode. That's what we're talking about here. When we talk about taking action, it's really about finding what you're passionate about and taking action and not worrying about being the best at it initially, not worrying about um, what people are going to think or say, but being willing to take action. Y'all have a good week.